Hello and welcome back to Real Conversations. I'm Alex Malillo and I'm joined by Rhett Newkirk and Joshua Gomez. In this show, we will be highlighting The Dark Knight. We will be choosing our picks from different categories and giving the movie a rating at the end. Before we get into it, here is a word from our sponsor. In early 2010, Pearland Coffee Roasters took on the daunting task of bringing great locally brewed coffee to the suburbs of Houston. Since then, their focus has been on impacting their local communities by serving the best beverages in the most hospitable environment possible. Located in a historic downtown district, just around the corner from Killen's Barbecue at 4106 Broadway Street. Don't get roasted by high prices at corporate chains like Starbucks when you can have a great tasting cup of coffee brewed by the very best right down the street. Pearland Coffee Roasters is your hometown coffee supplier and a proud supporter of Lutheran South Academy. Alright, well, let's get into the, the meat of the movie. So best scene, first category. I have three, three nominations, even though that's like half of the ones I'd actually nominate, but these are the, the cream of the crop. Opening heist scene at the beginning of the movie starts with that big old wide shot of the building and all the different Joker masks or clown masks that are robbing a bank. And then slowly you figure out that everyone has, a, has to kill the other guy so the cut gets smaller until Joker's the last one standing. And there's like a really good reveal when he takes off his mask and he says that quote is whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. And it's like, it's an insanely good opening scene and a really good introduction to uh, the Joker's character. And then the second scene that I have nominated, the interrogation scene, when Joker is captured and Batman goes in, Joker's basically showing like how crazy he really can be and it ends with like Batman just beating the absolute crap out of him for like two minutes straight while he laughs at him. And it kind of shows that he really doesn't care what he does. All he does is want to break Batman and get him to break that one rule, which is Batman can't kill anybody. And then the car chase with the Batmobile and the Joker in the tunnels is just an awesome scene. And it looks so good because it was shot on miniatures. It's like tiny scaled models of it. So it looks really real because basically it is. And Joker's like in a... 18 wheelers shooting rockets at him and it's just an awesome scene it's kind of like a break in the in the movie and just a really good action scene so yeah Yeah. my favorite scene is when the joker was he went to like they had like a little game meeting with all the Mm -hmm. gangsters yeah in gotham city and he went in there and he said you want to see me do a magic trick oh yeah he slams a pencil into the table and he's like you want to you want me to make this pencil disappear and then he slams the dude's head with the pencil <laughs> yeah and he was just like ta-da yeah watching that, that for like the a, first time i was scene. like what the hell just happened to that yeah. man he just slammed the pencil through his forehead yeah and yeah that and then he's like everyone gets mad at him and he has all the bombs rigged in his jacket as well so yeah. that's just yeah. an awesome scene the interrogation scene's my favorite because all you see is really just like batman doing everything he can except kill joker yeah. in that scene so he literally just goes absolutely insane on the joker while joker's just laughing and just pissing him off even more yeah, yeah. and that's like reflected in a different scene where batman's driving his bike at joker and joker's like begging for him to hit him and hit yeah. him because all he wants to do he doesn't care about money obviously he burns up like a millions and millions of dollars in the movie he doesn't care what happens he just wants to break batman so he's begging for him to hit him and obviously he doesn't but that's that interrogation seems like the best joker batman interaction yeah. on like 
in movies, I think. So that's going to be my pick, the interrogation scene. It's just got really good moments and a really good buildup. It, like, starts dark, and then they turn the lights on. Batman's behind, slams his head. So, yeah, that's my pick. That will also be my pick for best scene. My pick has to be the yeah, switch magic it up. Switch pencil it up. disappearing. Yeah, all right. Same with the Joker. Yeah, and that... That one, like, he comes in, and he's, like, off-camera, but you hear his laugh for the first time, and it's really, really good. It's kind of another introduction into what he does. All right, so best scene. Interrogation gets two votes, and the the uh, mafia, bo- bo- or mafia boss scene with Joker, pencil trick, gets, gets one. All right, the best performance. This is, uh, I, it's, I don't even know if it's tough, because... Most people like unanimously agree that Heath Ledger is one of the best, gives one of the best performances of all time in this movie, like out of any movie, not just Mar- or DC, Marvel, superhero movies. But I mean, he's just amazing. My candidates are Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, and Aaron Eckert, which Aaron Eckert's Two-Face. Yeah. But Heath Ledger's just amazing. And he won an Oscar for this uh, after he passed away. So yeah, if y'all have anything to add... Heath Ledger uh, is definitely my bad. <laughs> Heath Ledger is definitely the my top performance in this movie. He, I felt like he played the Joker really well, and out of out of all like the Batman movies, I feel mm-hmm. like he's the best Joker in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, easily. Even over Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I feel more like scared of this Joker. Yes, he's very. He's like, like creepy and dirty, and yeah, it just makes you, you can, feel really immersed. You, you can it. tell he's kind of like crazy in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Heath was a he was a key role in this movie. I really enjoyed him, and then. Aaron Eckert was really good yeah. in this movie. He played the role of Two-Face perfectly in my eyes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think he really... Like, he had a really big transformation. Obviously, not just with his face being burnt half off, but throughout the beginning of the movie, he's kind of as straight as an arrow. He's, like... Uh, like what is he? The, he's the DA, right? Yeah, he's the, yeah. He has the district attorney, and he's really, attorney, really yeah. straight shooting, follows the law really close. And then when he gets everything taken from him, uh, Rachel dies, spoiler, and he's like in love with her. Then he kind of goes off the rails once he's two faced and yeah, starts yeah. his little tirade. So I think he's a really good villain in it too, but it's just like you can't compare the yeah, two. Yeah. Because yeah. Heath Ledger's so much better. Yeah. yeah. Heath Ledger literally put fear in people's eyes. Yeah. There's like that that one scene where he gets like the handheld camera when he like kills that other the other mock Batman. That was crazy. And he's just laughing maniacally. It's crazy. But Christian Bale, he's like the best Batman, I think. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah, not Batman's maybe other than like Michael Keaton, but I think Christian Bale's better. Yeah. By a good amount. It's a little bit of a hot take, but George Clooney is my favorite Batman. Oh jeez. Oh, no. What's okay. Up? Stop the pod. I grew up. Stop the pod. I grew up watching- Stop the pod, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Stop the bad takes. I grew up watching the oh, George gosh. Clooney Batman. He has bat nipples in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, man has nipples on his bat suit. The long. Dude, oh come uh, on, Josh. The longer. Don't get me wrong. No. Michael Keaton was a goat. No. But Christian Bale is so no, much. Christian okay, Bale if you want by far a weird, Batman. campy, bat nippled Batman, then Go George ahead. Clooney is your man. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. He has bat nipples. He does. Yes. He does. You like the nipples? <laughs> yeah. Look at no, yeah. His no. suit was fly though. I know y'all can't see this, no. but we are looking at, at the, suit right the bat now. nipples right now, and Josh is just loving every second okay, of it. Yeah, this movie right here, Batman and Robin. Has Batman and Robin is horrible. No, George no. Clooney. Bat- it's got Uma Thurman, oh, Alicia no. Silverstone. This no. was a solid no. movie. No, it's no. horrible. It's terrible. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger is delivering like one-liners out of his arse I agree. every I agree. other second, and no. it's horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. And then George Clooney's bat nipples and show up. That's no. all I can Kilmer. mention. Christian, Christian Val Bale. Kilmer was a good Batman. But he this is like George Jim Carrey. This is like Jones. comparing Little League to MLB, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, dude, you're, you're I like Val Kilmer and George Clooney, but Christian Bale in this movie, in these three movies, the trilogy are really good, especially this movie. Yeah, but you, oh, okay, I agree. Christian Bale's the best, but I'm saying my favorite. Your favorite, okay, Clooney. personal favorite. My personal yeah. favorite is George Clooney. So, I, so I what if they would have like thrown bat nipples on Christian Bale? Would you have been all in? No, no. <laughs> He'd be your favorite then? No. Uh, he, he's already my favorite. How did y'all feel about, <laughs> just make it even better. How did y'all feel about Ben Affleck? Uh, Batman and Batman versus Superman. He's decent. Yeah. I think he's like he looks really good as Batman because he's like he's he looks yoked. he's huge. He but I think the movies fail him and the writing fails him. Oh yeah, that movie I hate awful. those movies. Yeah, pretty. I don't hate him. I like Ben Affleck, I, but that movie was terrible. Yeah, Ben Affleck. He's my boy, but in those movies, yeah. it doesn't do him justice. Yeah. yeah, but so that's why Christian Bale. If we were voting on a Batman, I'd take him. But performance in this movie, no one's beaten Heath Ledger. Yeah, no one. And I also think uh, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, oh crap! What's his name in real life? Why? No, it's uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Oldman. he's really good in it too. I like him as Commissioner Gordon. You can't forget about yeah. Morgan Freeman playing Lucius yeah. Fox. I mean, and he's just like a small cameo, but he's still really he good. A, yeah, he yeah. played a good role in the movie. And then my boy Alfred. Michael Caine, Michael Caine, who's in like legit every Christopher Nolan movie, he's yeah, so Michael good in Caine it. Played a really good, yeah. And he could be a, could be a, taking my best quote later in the, later in the show, and then Heath Ledger. So Heath Ledger's all of our votes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got sure. that over with. Heath Ledger won the best supporting actor, um, after he was already dead. But this movie did not get nominated for best picture. At all, it didn't get nominated, and basically it was like a joke throughout the whole Oscars that this movie wasn't even nominated. Um, so the Oscar uh, nominations for Best Picture used to be five, and after this movie, they bumped it up to ten, basically because of The Dark Knight, because they're just not including enough. They're not including enough diversity because no superhero movies could get nominated, and obviously they're not going to nominate, like. Captain America and one or Wonder Woman, but this movie's completely different. Like this, this was a huge movie, and it had an impact on the Oscars, like forever. Now it's ten movies. Yeah, especially since it came out in two thousand eight. I feel like the I feel like it was ahead of its time. Yeah. And at the box office, I mean, it made a billion dollars. That's just crazy yeah, to think about. It's obviously Nolan is like one of the biggest like pulls. Yeah. in the movie industry right now mm-hmm. and it's gonna make a lot of money but this was like this is like one of the biggest movies this was like the start time. of yeah and like, the, the winner the that year this was like the start of the um superhero movies and it started a whole chain of like good movies yeah and the winner that year was slumdog millionaire which i don't know if y'all seen it but it's like nowhere near this movie i don't no. think yeah. No, I don't think it touches. Yeah, I, I don't think it touches this movie. And it, even if it wouldn't have won, it would have been nice to see like just it recognized at all. Besides Heath Ledger, because he definitely deserved it. Yeah. Would this be your biggest snub for Oscars? Biggest snub. 
Maybe like that's hard to do. honestly to like I'm looking at the Academy Award for Best Picture. Just I'm, the nominees. I'm, I'm gonna go with it. It's Frost, Nixon, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which no, no I don't think that no. should have been nominated. The Reader, never even heard of it. Milk. Milk is a movie about like a gay congressman, I believe, but it's apparently pretty good. Slumdog Millionaire doesn't touch it. <sighs> I'd, probably, I, it. I, I'd probably give it. At least the biggest snub of not even being nominated. Yeah, like that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's actually crazy. But also, the next year, I believe, or the 2011 Oscars, Social Network did not win. Great. And that was a fantastic movie. Like, yeah, the best picture that year was The King's Speech. Yeah. About, like, a king with a stutter. It's a good movie, but it's not The Social Network. No. So, but, yeah, I, I'd put this as my biggest snub. Because I love yeah. this movie so I would, much. I would, I would probably do the same, potentially. I don't know if it's biggest snub not to win, but biggest, biggest snub, snub not, not to even, be nominated. Not even be looked at. Yeah. yeah. Christian Wood? Or not? That's obviously why they expanded it to, to 10 <laughs> instead of the five nominees. Yeah. George Clooney was a nominee oh, in 2008. Geez. Let's get Let's, <laughs> move, let's what? move from bat nipples. <laughs> Josh, what are you even talking about? He didn't get nominated for his Batman performance. No, 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 no. no. I'm no. Talking for about what? And Michael Clayton. That's a completely. Who cares? What, what? Who cares? Who cares? This is. The longer y'all listen to yeah. us, the longer you're gonna hear Josh's it's terrible just... takes. <laughs> so if you're just... already getting mad at Josh, yeah. I promise, just keep watching us. Just watch for me and Rhett. You don't have to watch <laughs> us for Josh. I so. mean, unless there's fellow bat nipple lovers out there. Unless, then... unless you're weird. Hey, I know my dad likes George Clooney, so... Hey, well, it runs in the yeah. family. I li- yeah, Hey, I never said I didn't like George, George Clooney. Clooney's I love George Clooney. Yes, he's a great so guy. So handsome. Great guy, but his bat nipples yeah, are not great but just, at all. Just That's quit just, the nipples, his George. Sweet. Like, he looks yeah, like... But he it looks like, so robotic. Yeah. And I so believe fake. it's in this movie. It's actually kind of a cool thing. Uh, Christian Bale, because none of the Batmans before... That's Val Kilmer. Yeah, so none of the Batmans before in their suit could turn their head because it was so uh, it was just yeah, molded still, so they'd have yeah. to go like this and in this movie I think it's this one if you actually listen he asked Lucius Fox he's like what do you want he's like I want to be able to turn my head and it's kind of like a, a nod to everyone else because every Batman hated having to turn with their whole yeah. body yeah yeah all right, that was enough on best performance. We got we got tracked. We got sidetracked. Yeah, nipples got into play. That's what these are all about. It was though. <laughs> not great. All right, best quote. This is like everything said in this movie. Basically, I'm just gonna run through mine. Y'all probably have There's overlap. A long list. Harvey Dent. The night is darkest just before the dawn. It's kind of like a just a cool little thing about hope and everything. Uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Basically, Harvey Dent's... It's basically him saying what's going to happen to him. He uh, did not die a hero. He got half his face burned off, and then he became a villain in the story. Yeah, great. Uh, Jokers, you want to know how I got these scars? I narrowed it down to that one for him because there's so many that he says I can't put them all. And then Alfred gives a monologue about him and his friends in Burma working for the government, and... They were trying to get tribal leaders to be loyal to them by giving them precious stones. And then they got raided by a bandit. And they looked out for the stones six months. They never found anything. And then they saw like a small child playing with one of the stones. And the bandit's just been throwing them away. And then he's basically saying, 
because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. And that's basically, he's understanding what Joker is now. He doesn't care about anything else other than watching the world burn. So that's, that's going to be my pick. I think that's like the, the main thing in this movie. And that quote's just awesome from my boy Michael Caine. One of my favorite quotes is from the Joker, Heath Ledger. Um, he says, it's simple, we kill the Batman. And then we that kill. gangster Maroney says, if it's yeah. so simple, why haven't you done it yet? And he replies, yeah. if you're good at something, you never do it for free. free. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I like that. But that's also, like, weird because he doesn't care about money at all. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but he does ask for half of their, what's it called? Half of all the money or whatever. Half of, I don't even know, but then he ends up burning it later in the movie as we see. So you're, that's, yeah. that's going to be your pick? No, my pick is definitely... Um, well, don't, don't say it because he has to do his okay. first. Uh, this is also from the Joker. During the interrogation scene, he's like... I won't kill you, you're because you're just making me have too much fun. Cause, yeah, like Joker's just like a little kid just messing with like the little brother. He's like the mm-hmm. older brother just messing with the little brother with Batman. Except that Batman throws him around that room for like twenty minutes. Yeah, and beats the living mess out. But of it's him. like but, he wants that to happen. That was his that whole plan. Happen. It was yeah. like, and that's a good one. Uh, the dark and Batman's like asking him something and. The Joker kind of laughs and says, I don't want to kill you. He's like, what would I do without you? Yeah. Uh, and it's basically like another nod because Batman and Joker go hand in hand together in every every Batman story told. So it's like, what would I do without you? He wants the Batman there because now he has a worthy adversary to like kind of screw with and mess with. So I think Joker's finally getting what he wants in that interrogation scene, despite him being absolutely dominated by Batman. So that's your... What, uh, what yeah, are y'all's that, picks? That'll be my pick. I won't kill you because you just too much fun. That's my pick. My pick is definitely from Aaron Eckhart. You either die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. It's just a great quote. Yeah, it, great quote that TikTok uses. Yeah, it, it's a, that's what I was gonna say. It's a great quote that everyone says, and it kind of like it does. It kind of taints it a little bit. Yeah, it's like you like you listen to a song. But that's why, like, like yeah, that's why. I'm not gonna. I guess I'll pick that entire Alfred story about him in Burma, but then it ends with that great quote. You know, some men just want to watch the world burn, and I think that's just an awesome quote about what's happening in the movie. So, all right. So now, I'm just gonna go with what works best about this movie to y'all. I've had pacing in it, the actors, the story, or the production. The actors. The actors, opinion. yeah. The, the actors, actors really mesh well. Yeah, they match well. Yeah. And it's it's Big a lot of good ones. Yeah. You kind of didn't really expect to actually like. I didn't really expect Christian Bale to be the best Batman. Yeah, he did. But he really killed it, and he's honestly the most underrated actor during the movie because everyone just focused on Heath Ledger yeah. and all that because he won the Oscar. But like Christian yeah. Bale was by far the best Batman. Bale's like one of my favorite actors too, and. Just before Batman Begins, he did, like, a movie called The Machinist, and he lost, like, 80 pounds. And then after yeah, that, he, he put on, back. like, 100, got to 215, and just transformed into Batman. But he, honestly, he doesn't seem like a Batman type of guy. He's, a, like, a skinnier build, and he kind of plays weirder characters. But I think he 
he knocks it out of the park. And as you said, there's Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, Gary Oldman, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Aaron Eckert, and it's just like a ton of star power in this movie. And it gets gets put to good use. Everyone's involved in it and everyone's really good. But uh, as much as I like the actors, I think that Nolan's production and direction in this movie is like crazy good. He makes Gotham feel like a real place other than like, as you were talking about Batman and Robin, it's like some outlandish campy comic yeah. book type thing. This feels like it could have happened in like mm-hmm. the city across yeah. the country or something like that. This feel like really grounded in earth and obviously there's a lot of shots of like the Batmobile and I think that's awesome and some of it's done with miniatures because he doesn't like CGI but I think the world building and production in this movie is just crazy good and I think some of the shots in it are amazing like that opening shot so I'm gonna go with production that makes this movie this movie so good but acting is like it's right there it's it's either way acting probably makes it but i'm just gonna go production to probably like be different because i you know want to sound smarter but but i do like the production so is this your favorite christopher christopher nolan movie uh hold on let me go to my let me go to my list i have a little list going inception's solid yeah well well, josh you didn't pick your what works best for you yeah yeah definitely the acting acting yeah they mesh well together yeah it my it's all good and this this is gonna sneak it out over inception barely interstellar interstellar's not my favorite no really interstellar's like it's i don't even know if it's top five Ooh. <laughs> well because dark knight one inception or, 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 it'll probably it'll probably be in the top five dark knight one inception two three i'd probably go memento like his second movie. Um, and here's where it gets hard because there's like Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Tenet, and The Prestige sitting there. I haven't yet to watch Tenet. Oh, gosh. Do you, do you think that um, Inception was confusing? Oh, Inception was confusing. Oh, oh gosh. Then you're going to have a, a field, field day with Tenet. You're going to have a field day with Tenet. Coach Barr was telling me he watched Tenet like three times. Oh, oh. And it took him until the third time to realize, or like to really yeah. get a so I had understanding. Dark Knight 1, Inception 2, Memento 3. Number 4 is going to be Dunkirk. And number Dunkirk. 5 Dunkirk. is going to be Batman Dunkirk. Begins. Dunkirk's a solid movie. 5 is Dunkirk. Batman Begins. So no, Interstellar is not my top 5. I forgot he directed Batman vs. Superman. Christopher Nolan? Yeah. He did not direct Batman vs. Superman. No, he did not. Batman vs. Superman was directed by Zack Snyder. That's what we're about to find out. He he helped with Man of Steel. Direct no, he did not direct... Yeah, Zack Snyder. He, he did you, not direct... What? what, what, what Josh! Gosh! Josh, do you are making the podcast look horrible today. This is Christopher Nolan movies. I know he. I knew he helped with Man of Steel, but... Yeah, he helped with Man of Steel, but he did not... No, no. It says Batman vs. Superman. Batman vs. Superman is all Zack Snyder, and you can tell because it's garbage. Ooh. <laughs> I hate garbage. that movie. It's not very good. Nolan... Everything yeah, Nolan touches is pretty much good, I would true. say. Um, but yeah, I think Nolan pretty much, you know, made this movie his own and just... That's why it's a classic, because he made it. In, the, in someone else's hands, it could have gone wrong... Because the direction he took it with Heath as well, I think that that's amazing. It's a hit or miss. And then nitpicks. 
I got two. I got two nitpicks. All right, go crazy because I got none. All right, I can just I can talk about this. I hate Rachel in this movie. <laughs> the and it's not that Maggie Gyllenhaal's a bad actress. She's a good actress. It's but she does not fit as Rachel. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything rude, but she doesn't look like the star woman of this movie that should be of the love interest of the billionaire Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oof. And also, that's coming off Katie Holmes in the first movie. She was recast. Katie Holmes was not good in the movie, but she was. She looked the part more than Maggie did, and I think Maggie's kind of unlikable in this movie. I don't know if that's just a how Nolan wrote her, but I've just never got the right vibes off her. You know. Sometimes you get those characters, you're just like, other people like them, and you're just like, no. I, I, don't, I don't get it right there. So I would have recast her as like, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I don't know who would I would recast her as, but just not Maggie Gyllenhaal. Y'all agree fair. with that? That's, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I, it's that's just, she, she seems out of place. Yeah. It, I don't know what it is. It's not a knock on Maggie. Not a knock. But someone else. It, it, a little knock. A little knock on Maggie. A little knock on Maggie. I like her in uh, Stranger Than Fiction. It's a Will Ferrell movie. All right. That's, that's... She's good in that. She, she, see, she's the love interest of Will Ferrell. That seems that better. Sense. That's, but yeah, when you but get Christian to Christian, Bale? I mean, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale, come on. It's Batman. Come on. Yeah. Also. She couldn't even, she couldn't even be good for George Clooney. Uh, no, 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 no. No like one's good enough for George. I feel like she's low-key into the bat nipples, though. <laughs> Maggie so. digs the bat nipples? I, I think she digs the bat nipples, so. <laughs> um, no, George Clooney. No girl's good enough for George Clooney. Um, second one. Gordon. Fake death. Oh, wow. That was... I'm not sure that that would have worked. He was in a whole parade. Like, everyone surrounding him... Also, that's, like, crazy timing for him to jump in front and crazy organization by the Joker, and that's, like, the only shot with him with his makeup off. So that scene's always been kind of iffy with how they set it up, but Gordon, I don't think, could have successfully kept himself being alive from all those people, especially from his family. Like, he doesn't... Because there's no harm in, not, in saying, like, hey, I'm going to be away from a while. I have to fake my death. But the wife and kids are like, oh, no. My dad and husband are dead. Like it just seems kind of like a yeah. a d bag move from from Gordon there. I feel like he could have done a better job, handled it better. Yeah, that's right. But other than that, I think the movie's like almost perfect. It's almost perfect for me. And being a comic book movie, like comic book movies have a lot of problems in them. Like yeah, the over CGI, nice. bad yeah. villains, yeah. uninteresting characters, like Captain this Marvel knocked out everything. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this, this knocked everything out of the park. And that's why I think, it, I think it works just so well. And even on rewatch, it's like two hours and 40 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, two, and hours, like, two hours and 35, I think. Like, I watched this movie for the first time, and I bought it, and then I just couldn't stop watching. It's two hours and 32 minutes. Oh, I just couldn't stop off. watching it. Yeah. Like, I would just throw it, and I, I haven't gotten sick of it, but I've seen it so many times, I can just, like, read the whole thing. I can just recite every quote so it's kind of one of those movies for me yeah i agree so all right we're gonna take a quick break and go to an ad real quick from lewis jewelers fine jewelry two locations for your convenience lewis jewelers invites you to play hard and love life lewis jewelers find out more at www.lewisusa.com
All right, Dark Knight. Is it the best superhero movie of all time? No. Personally, no. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna go yes. It is the best superhero movie. It is a better movie than Endgame and Infinity War. And better than... My other pick would be Logan, because I really like Logan. Logan, was Logan is so good. <clears throat> Infinity War, Endgame, I kind of like combine them. It's just like... Probably, I, I mean, I didn't see this in theater, obviously, but like seeing that movie in theater... In theater. Like one of the best experiences I've had. Midnight showing, first night, Endgame. Crazy. But I do think this is a better movie than Endgame and Infinity War. Even though those are really, really good. This is my favorite, and I think it is the best made and, like, best villain. Even the Thanos, you know. I, you, you get a little yeah, disconnected yeah. with the CGI. It's CGI, so it's a little harder. But this is the best one to me. Easy. Numero uno. I agree. You agree? Uh, Let's oh, go. You can agree. What, what is sorry. yours? I'm a sucker for Marvel. You're a sucker I for Marvel. Marvel. Hey. The Avengers. I, I understand that. Amazing. I understand. Spider-Man. I, that's what I grew up watching with Spider-Man. Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. I think that's how you say it. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Dude. Uh, best Spider-Man. Go. Go. Absolutely. Andrew Garfield. Don't know. Andrew Garfield was. He's he was. He was. Those movies were great. so bad. Yeah. He yeah. was. A, he's a great actor. Mind. He just didn't. Didn't play Spider-Man. I see what you're saying. If I had to pick Marvel or DC, DC Marvel. I'd say Marvel as a whole. Marvel. Yeah. But if I'm gonna pick the best, who has the best movie? Because what's your favorite movie from Marvel? See, what everyone said, Infinity War, uh, Winter Soldier, you put those up against Dark Knight, it just, Dark Knight's gonna win. As a whole. Acting, characters, story, production, better. I'm gonna go with Spider-Man. The older ones? Yeah, with Toby. That's a a valid choice. uh, He valid. uh, Doc Ock? Oh no! You good. picked the, the worst the one. You picked no. three. Oh wait. Oh. That three? oh. Wait, hold on. That's Which the one with the, That's the one with Sandman. Sp- Sand or two is the best one. It's with Doc Ock. Hold on. Let me see this real quick. I'm sorry. Listen. I'm sorry, listeners, for for doing this to you. Spider-Man Two is my favorite, but maybe it's not. I don't have the villains correct. Personally, two is. Sounds like a little bit of a hot take, but Marvel, dude, Ant Man. Just Ant-Man, like the Ant-Man was good. Ant-Man the Wasp is not good. I love Paul Rudd. They should have made another one. Ant-Man was one of my favorite superheroes. I respect that take, but I think it's inherently false. No, yeah. Spider-Man, sorry. Had to end. Like, you're picking a lot of B-tier Marvel movies. I'll be honest. Doctor Strange is on my Mount Rushmore. Oh, Doctor Strange, I want want them to make another movie about him. They are Doctor Strange, yeah, Multiverse of Madness, yeah, but it's gonna have Wanda in it. That's too. gonna, that's gonna be insane. But Spider-Man Two was my favorite. The first yeah. Doctor Strange movie is just Batman Begins, but made for Doctor Strange. Yeah. So you know what? Uh, it is exact. It's exactly. You know what? He gets hurt. He goes up to mountains in an Asian country, gets trained by somebody, goes back, then he has to fight. Oh wow! But it's and good. Now, it's good. It's just a. I'd call it a B-tier Marvel, which is still, like, a really good superhero movie. Yeah. X-Men yeah. is also a sleeper of superhero X-Men's really good. I love, I love X-Men. X-Men. But that, but the best of that is Logan. Logan's Yeah, Logan's by far the best. That was so, amazing. I'm going yes, best superhero movie. Josh is yes. with me. Alex is still I'm on the fence. And I get yeah, it. Marvel yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm a big Marvel guy. That's what I grew up I'm a huge Marvel guy. It's more fun. There, yeah, this is more fun more than this movie, like, but this is a better yeah. movie. 
Like in theaters, I would rather go to a Marvel movie. If I could get the chance to see this in theaters, or like, at this age, yeah. or in game though, but the in game feeling, yeah, dude. But that's dude, a different I thing. I was there when. That's movie theater experience compared to like how good the actual when, movie uh, is. Captain America got the, he was worthy, and then he just went, ooh, and then like, ooh, the hammer. all right. Yeah. Okay. So you, you never actually, you, okay, you never actually made a pick. That's okay. You just going Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, you can't decide. Yeah. yeah. I can't All right. decide. On the spot. Rated out of ten, Josh. I'm gonna have to give it a nine and a half. The only reason I didn't give it a ten. Yeah, where's that half point? Is because honestly, I love like I love long movies, but I feel like this one was a little obnoxiously long. Like, I don't know. I just. No, I just felt like it was too long. Do you have the same problem with Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Dark, Dark, Dark Knight Rises is longer, too. It's longer, and it's more boring at some it point. Because the last 30 minutes is kind of bad. But, yeah. see your point. I disagree. I'm going to go you think the length like I think the length of 2.30 is really is good, because it gives you a chance to like spend time with the characters along a long period of time. And it's, you have to know, there's like two villains in it. There's, yeah. And there's a lot of story arcs. Slokey two movies yeah, there's, yeah. you know, Joker, he does two different things. He tries to get Batman to do all that. And then he does the ship scene with the whole end, and there's that payoff, and then the whole story with Harvey Dent. So they had to fit a lot into one movie, I'm but go I see what a, you're saying. It's long. I'm going to go with a 9.2. All right, I give it a 10. 10. 10 out of 10. 10. But it feels like out of 100, probably like a 99. It's, but I can't give it a 9. A 96, yeah. 97. It's a it's a ten out of ten. So now Go it's to time movie. to spin the wheel. It's All time right. to spin the wheel. So Red, do the honors. Okay, okay, okay. And we are doing is that Ratatouille? Ratatouille. Ratatouille. What an interesting change. All right, of we're going pace. to Disney. Let's get Pixar it. Pixar movie. Okay. Pixar. Let's get it. All right. Just an interesting change of pace from the Dark yeah. Knight to Ratatouille. Honestly, it's one of my favorites. I love no, Ratatouille. Three different genres between yeah. Pixar, Pixar, Dark Knight Pixar and Ratatouille. like old Pixar made some. I love Ratatouille. Then this is one of them. So yeah. I'm actually kind of hyped for this. A little underrated. A little underrated. Ratatouille's a great Pixar movie. I think it's perfectly rated. I think it's perfectly rated. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to the show this week. Uh, we appreciate it. Like and subscribe to the channel or whatever, whatever it is for podcasts. Leave a review. Whatever they say. Um, join us next week and watch the Ratatouille Absolutely. movie yeah. so we are, you are ready to listen follow along with us next week on Real Conversations thank All you right. see you see you